0: Just seeing a movie.
1: Welcome, nerds, to the latest episode of The Nerds of Oz, coming Ooh. to you from the Fortress of Nerditude. Shane, hello. Oh, he's, he's too busy drinking a beer. <laughs> hey, Gal. Josh, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. That's good. Thank you. That's good. So, um, today's gonna be one of our and one of our review episodes where we'll um we'll just pick some cool stuff that we've bought in the last couple of weeks and we'll talk about how fucking cool it is. And maybe you, a dear listener, will want to go out and purchase some of these things and support your support whatever company it is that's making the nerdy shit that you love. So just before we get into that though, Shane, what have you been up to, mate? Other than texting Son of a bitch, we're recording here, you piece of shit.
0: They can't see you, but we can. Yeah, we can see you.
1: Fuck you, Josh. You're the ones like
2: always on your Pokemon, like three phones when you're here. Uh, it's two phones, and I'm not,
0: so (laughs) you're still the bad guy.
2: (laughs) Uh, I've just had this last week off, actually. I've just been hanging out um, because I had no time over Christmas to. Were you off last week? Bludgeon. This whole week
1: I've been off. So the week just passed, not the week before? The week that we're still in. Okay,
2: yeah. So, yeah, I finally got off my ass, went into the city to Kena Acuna because our, our local comic book store is under construction.
1: Yeah, so they were in the uh, King's Comics, Shane's talking about, they were in the D-Mix building. d building. After being on George Street and before that being on... Pitt Street? Pitt Street? Pitt, Street. Pitt Street. Pitt Street, yeah. Pitt Street, yeah. Um, they've had sort of a bit of trouble with their, uh, leasing. Their, their leasing at the moment. They got kicked out of Dimmick's building because somebody wanted to take over the little tiny shop that they're in. So they're running as mail order only for a couple of weeks. And
2: then they're bringing their 30,000-plus back issues into yeah. the
1: store finally. Because they're going to Clarence Street, I yes. think it is. Yeah. yes. I think that uh, two, when I was there two weeks ago, they said it would be two weeks before they'd be in there, mm-hmm. but an email came from King's Comics this morning saying, we're not quite there yeah, yet. Yeah, I got, I got there, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a part of the bugle that they, that they put out. I'm like, oh. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um,
2: other than that, I watched the Royal Rumble. That was fun. Yeah. Good old yeah. WWE. That was, that, was my, that was my passion before Batman came along. I love so operas. I was uber, uber obsessed with wrestling. You,
1: let, let's have a look. If we go back to the TV episode, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, Power Rangers, the wrestling, and Batman, you just want to see people get hurt. With oil, like oily guys, apparently just like buff, just buff dudes, muscular guys in weird costumes, just, just buff dudes slapping each other. Yeah,
2: like I remember one of my mates came over because I used to have my whole room was just like absolutely covered with just like you know Jeez. like Chris Jericho, Edge, <laughs> The Rock, and and jizz. Yeah, and like he came in, he goes, "Bro, you have got oily men just on your wall." He goes, "There's no chicks on this wall or anything." I'm like, I looked at him, I'm like, "Yeah, that's true."
1: I, I honestly like, I work in a in a uh, pop culture establishment, and whenever new pops come in, or Funko pops come in of wrestlers, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Because I've not heard, of, I probably haven't watched the wrestling since the Attitude era. Um, I miss the lingerie that, battles. That is the best era because that's what yeah, my yeah. F- that's what my family used to watch
2: like every Sunday. Like, because before you could watch it on Foxtel or yeah. cables, over the Americans call it, um, you would have Cable. to wait for the VHS to come out, and we would just watch it as a family.
1: And and that was like. Rock Stone Cold,
2: Degeneration X. Yeah, um, that's when it used to be WWE, might.
0: wasn't it? And then they had to change the name. No, no, the no it's for the animals. Animals. It was WWF. Yeah, yeah. And, then and they, and they did, had to change the name yeah. for the animals because of the World World <clears throat> Wildlife Foundation. Foundation. Yeah. yeah, sucked in wrestling. Yeah. I think they, I think
1: they're just yeah. WWE now. I don't but, uh, think they're even the, the uh, animals.
2: The
0: animals beat them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my whole life
2: was dedicated to, to like wrestling. And like my like my backpacks were all wrestling. Like my, I I even wrote into a magazine because I used to subscribe to a wrestling magazine and like my my which one. I
1: think it was... I, Power I, Edge or... No, I, I honestly, I
2: forgot what it was called, but I remember like I would always take my photo every month with all my wrestling collection and I would send it in and just hope that when it came back, the magazine came out, I would be in there. I've just got this picture yeah.
1: of you in like a little pair of yellow trunks and no. have an S on the cock no. covered in oil in front of all of these posters. It's like laying no, down no, 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 in front no, of all of these posters. I was a chubby kid back in the day,
2: so like I, I had like my little WWF like beanie on. I had oh, like so. So
1: is, so is this body that you've got now? This this muscular thing that you've got now is this like a you turning your back on little fat shame? I don't know what
0: happened. It's just like after the um, this is a temple now. Yeah, yeah. I think after the um, the when was the last time you ate something bad. Well, today. he had bad for lunch today, today but uh, today,
1: he ate nothing for seven days yeah. just so he could have I, that burger. I, I, I do it's train been, very hard
2: to maintain, but I think it was the, after the whole Attitude Era went out and they started bringing in fucking like no names, I was just like, I'm out. And then Batman. But Nat didn't know the extent of my wrestling sort of, like, obsession. Yeah. Because what I have now is a Batman lifestyle. <laughs> but this obsession was, like, it was bad.
1: Aren't you glad you never got, like, a stone-cold tattoo or something? Yeah, just no. A I, lazy 360. I a wanted one. Sarah I, on Janine. Yeah,
2: I, want, I wanted... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Undertaker.
2: Yeah. I wanted the old-school WWF in, like, the nice blue, light blue, like, tattoo on me, yeah. but... Even Nat, like, it got to a point where Nat's like, you know, you need to choose between the, the Batman or the wrestling because it's too much for me to handle. Wow. <laughs> like even Nat's like, you know, you can't, she, it, she goes, it will kill you. You can't have
0: both. <laughs> I feel like a Batman wedding was much better choice yeah. than a wrestling wedding. A wrestling wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon Nat yeah. would look pretty
2: good dressed I like Trish I do. Just drops <laughs> oh, She was in, she, I remember I just watched this thing on YouTube a couple of days ago. She came back for one of the Royal Rumbles a few days ago. Mean, a few years ago, yeah. The amount of work she's had done, you couldn't even recognize her. I was like, and she's hey,
1: not a blonde anymore
2: either. Like, sort
1: of brunette. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was. It was. She's Greek or something, isn't she? Like, she's Canadian, but she's Greek origin.
2: They're all Canadian, dude. Chris Jericho, fucking Edge, Chris Benoit, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. But what was good about this Royal Rumble was that um, after nine years of a hiatus because of a neck injury, Edge came back at number twenty-seven of the Royal Rumble. It's in
1: Edge and Christian. Edge. Yes.
2: What the fuck? It was so emotional. Like, it was probably one of the best comebacks besides, like, maybe Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels coming back to a Rumble. <laughs> so, what they do is every single year, whoever, whoever isn't a wrestling fan in this geek culture we have here, they always put, they always have, like, at least one or two people that haven't been in the company for a few years, and they do surprise entrance. Yeah. So, when, the best thing you see is when they... <laughs> Shows your you surprise entrance. Yeah.
0: They, they always have <laughs> a that count, little zipper just in front.
2: <laughs> they, they always count down from 10... And then when it gets to like maybe the five or four people just stay. you can see the whole crowd just stand up and just look towards the Tron, That's what it's called. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you hear is you think you know me. Then it was edge of steam music and you think you know me and dun, 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 dun. <laughs> on this day. And you see the people, there's this one person in the crowd and he is fucking losing it. Like he is just been like, it's like he's about to ascend to heaven. How As many, a- how
1: many Marga hats are in
2: that audience? I've not seen many. I saw a guy wearing a red hat. I'm like, is that a maga hat? <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, <laughs> make the wrestling great again, bro. What was, what was that thing you said today? You go if like um if like if they wanted to take if, out every if, Trump if, supporter. If, yeah,
1: if they really don't want Trump to get back in, they could just bomb a WWE <laughs> WWE game because it would be like half of the voters gone. Because oh, all shit. Trump's friends. See, I'm not yeah. suggesting yeah. that anybody should bomb a wrestling thing because that would be bad. But I'm just saying that you could do that.
0: Did you watch it, Josh, back in the day? <clears throat> the fuck is wrestling? I remember going to one of my my uh, not friends I would say like family friends like we you that close that it was like auntie and uncle sort of thing but we
1: it's basically yeah, a friend who just can, friends who yeah. can hit you if you've been naughty
0: yeah basically yeah, yeah. Uh, and me and him were we're one month apart and his dad was bloody obsessed bull's day he had like he's it was like Shelton he had his chair at a certain time every weekend that was his spot and you don't sit there and you'd watch the wrestling and their whole household was just into it and I just that was me dude never got it I was like nah it's, in, it? It,
1: it's interesting I, I watched wrestling at the Attitude Era but the reason that I watched the wrestling was because I like soap opera and now in saying that I don't mean that I like like the young and the restless and bold and beautiful and that sort of shit even right. though I do know the names of them um, <clears throat> comics are soap opera the reason the Marvel movies worked is because they're soap opera they were a continuing story that goes across 10 years the wrestling was soap opera but instead of there being like vindictive backstabbing, they. I'm gonna see you in the ring on Monday night, Shane. You're gonna be fucked up, bro.
2: There was vindictive backstabbing. Isn't there, there like no, full no.
0: backstories, like I slept with your wife. No, yeah. no,
2: no, no. That whole Edge, Edge, actually Edge and Leader, because she was going out with um, Matt, Matt Hardy. That really happened, and they decide. Yeah, V One, Version One. Yeah, he's actually a fucking nutcase right now. He, he, oh, him he, and Jeff Hardy yeah. were always bumpers. Jeff, Jeff Hardy's my boy. Jeff Hardy's a fucking nutcase. On the pill head. He's a fucking pill head. So, uh, no, uh, no, Matt, no Matt, Hardy, uh, Matt Hardy calls himself the Woken One right now. Oh. But that whole thing between Edge, Matt Hardy, and lita that was a real thing that Vince McMahon decided to bring in for ratings. So wow. she cheated on Matt Hardy with Edge in real life, and wow. they decided to bring
1: that into a storyline. So did, does a lot of real life things really happen? Like, like did Triple H actually fuck a dead body of a girl named Tracy Vick? No, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's something that every st- everybody's forgotten about the wrestling, isn't it? The uh, necrophilia. Got to research that one. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> actually is. Yeah. Lock your morgues up, guys. <laughs> yeah. Triple H apparently they, they were talking about how Triple H had stolen the body of a fan and had had sex with it, and the 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 fans loving that. Tracy Vick was her name. Jesus. Yeah, it was like they were trying, I don't know what they were trying to do with Triple H, but it was about the time that him and Stephanie were sort of getting together, or maybe they were together, and it was like they were just creating dumb stories. Oh, so there was Triple a full H. thing
2: behind that as well, about yeah. like, you know, there was a scene where he basically roofied her and took her to like a drive through wedding chapel in Vegas and, right and, yeah. got, and, and got her married and all that stuff. But, oh my God, he's such a smart businessman though. Like he's kept, yeah. him and Vince have kept WWE alive. So. Yeah, for sure. That was fun. Poor Shane O'Mac. He's just been pushed to the Here side. Here comes
1: the money. <laughs> I used what to get
2: called that by one of my da- dad's friends who was really in wrestling. Just Shane O'Mac.
1: My name's Shane. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just for the update. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, that's weird that Edge should come back. What about you, Josh? What have you been up to?
0: I don't think I can top that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my mind hurts. <laughs> that's, been, that's been the Nerds of us this week, everybody.
0: Yeah, we, we, we have a sports channel now. That's that's how long that one went. For. No, we were
1: talking about wrestling. We didn't have a, we don't have a sports. Show. Uh,
0: um yeah, I don't I don't know. Um uh I, I've been trying to get back into the swing of things of just uh keeping up with announcements and things that are coming and stuff. I've been a bit slack with that this year so getting it's back into It's starting to roll. It's uh, yeah, I think it really I think it's after that Christmas. I think it's just I don't think it'd even be me, really me. It's just everything just switches off. It's Christmas, New Year. Nothing really happens. They kind of give that big announcement before the end of the year and just expect you to kind of. Everyone's like skipping January. January is just that really yeah. slow month. Well, um, it's, I think.
1: The, I think Super Bowl kicks it off. Yeah, and so, and so Super Bowl now seeing come. that,
0: yeah, trailers are starting to roll out again. Sonic the
1: Hedgehog, Birds of Surprise, Kobe died. Yeah, Fuck. tragically. Which characters he?
0: <laughs> oh, like we are not
2: sport. I'm I'm a bit of a sports guy. Yeah, but. Fuck! We're gonna if you are gonna go to shame
0: it, with sports now.
2: Even if you don't know who like Kobe is, you know who Kobe is. I was in Space
0: Jam.
1: What was
0: he? Ah, no, I'm Charlie. just saying I've seen Space Jam. was Charles Barkley. He was in that as well. Okay, because they take the power. Michael Jordan. They, yeah, Michael Jordan's in it. No chance. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, I, I know. I, I Lola Bunny. Come on, you know Lola Bunny. I know
1: Lola Bunny. Actually, I, actually, I know Amaranth when she dresses up as Lola Bunny. Have you ever seen that Girl, cosplayer geez. as Lola Bunny? Nope. Holy shit, we will we will do some internet research after this episode is finished because goddammit, like she does some shit house ASMR crap on um
2: I don't wanna go down this rabbit hole, pun intended. I'd go down that rabbit hole, don't you worry. But, 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 but like
1: her Twitch stream is just basically her going Do you like that? Is this kind? Guy- Fucking stop it. <laughs> she
2: had
0: a spike in uh, listeners. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, but the interesting thing is that she's got the microphone jammed in a cleavage and her tits are just sitting onto the table. That's probably sexist, but... Hell yeah. Sorry. If, if they're doing it, they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, oh, sexist, yeah I didn't true. do it. I didn't tell her to do it. Um, but yeah, I, um, I had last week off, the previous week off, and um, I just means I've got to have next week off. Yeah, you've got to have a week off now, Josh. You always have leave. Uh, I I've got so much. I, I decided that um, I needed to revisit Harry Potter. Because I haven't watched any Harry Potter films for about ten years, and because Harry Potter is something that we sell a fair bit of at work, people are coming in and going and going. Oh, that's the diadem of Rowena Ravenclaw, and I, I'd be, I'm, I'm sort of going,
0: yeah.
1: I, 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 I had
2: to Google what a Horcrux was. I had fucking <laughs> special like, breed of horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a horse crotch. There's a goblet, a chalice, or something. Yeah.
0: There's a. Yeah, goblet of fire. Yeah. There's a. It's all I got. <sighs>
1: well, Harry, Harry's lightning bolt. Oh, that's right. That's another His one. It's when one.
0: he tripped as a kid and he hit the corner of the table.
1: That happened to me as a kid. Was, oh, I did. I think every her, kid has done that. My sister kicked her chair out and I tripped over the leg. and went straight into the corner of a breakfast bar and, and almost gouged my eye out. My sister pushed me in open traffic, literally. Really? Yeah. That was fun.
0: That's when I learned I could face through objects. <laughs> 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 my superpower. But yeah, so, so
1: I, I revisited the Harry Potter films and I'd forgotten how fucking awesome that they are. Aw.
2: Yeah. The, not
1: the first three. No, I love
2: the first one. Oh, the first three the are first terrible two. children's films. First
1: one, then Goblet of Fire. Goblet. Uh, well, I've decided my favorites are Half Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows Part Two.
2: Oh, th- if you said Part three One, I'd fucking walk out. Um, I fell asleep in the Part One. I,
1: I'm. It's, it's Let's funny. go
0: camping, Harry. Okay.
1: I, I read. Two hours. I, I sat down and thought about it. I've been I've been a Star Wars fan since 1977. Like I was taken to Star Wars when it first came out in the cinemas.
0: Shane, we weren't born then.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I was 37, and um. Uh, So, I was, I was, I went to, I was in a Star Wars fan my whole life, but uh, somebody said to me a couple of weeks, or maybe a week ago, after I'd told them I watched the Harry Potter films, they said, So, you love Harry Potter? Yeah. You love Star Wars? Yeah. Which do you like more? And my first reaction was to go, fucking Star Wars. Like, Star Wars. You know, Star Wars is amazing. Then I sat down and I thought about it. It It's like, That's
0: your default answer.
1: Yeah. It's my default answer, my nostalgia answer without thinking about it. And then I sat down and I assessed it and I was like, There's basically, there's 11 Star Wars films and, to date, there's ten. Is
2: that including the including solo clone, and what about Clone
1: Wars and Rebels and all that stuff? I'm, I'm not talking about oh, the. Two. Fuck. Just, so, we're so there's just more. Just talking about movies, okay? Um, and with Harry Potter, there's if you count eight movies, Grin- two
0: plus the so so ten, F- and, and Fantastic, yeah. Fantastic um, Beasts. So
1: essentially, I haven't seen Grindelwald, and I haven't seen Rise of. You don't Star need Wonder.
0: to. I don't want to watch Grindelwald, so uh-huh. I,
1: I haven't seen those two. So, and I realized that if the Star Wars films that I have seen are like three of them of the Harry Potter films that I have sent are like six of them. Alright, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess your three.
0: That's 50% more. I'm I'm
1: actually a bigger Harry Potter fan than I am a Star Wars fan. I'm going to guess your three. Go for it. I'm going to go New Hope. (laughs) Yeah. Rogue Rogue One. Rogue
2: One. Yeah. I'm not going to say Empire.
1: Why wouldn't you say Empire? Can I say it's, Empire? It, it's the best one. Why all right, so you say I got all three. So we got three. Yeah. All right. There we um, go. Empire is the best film because it's not written or directed by um George Lucas. <laughs> oh, Ben.
2: Do you, you sort of do his
0: voice there? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to come back too, but he wants full creative rights on everything. Isn't
2: he too busy in his fucking like mansion full of like twenty dollar bills?
1: Yeah. Uh, if I was mm. if I was George Lucas, I'd have a money bin like fucking Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> and I'd just be swim swimming in fucking dollar coins my whole life. Just stark naked, making dollar coins. Oh no, coin the angels. door. Yeah. <laughs> Swims to the yeah. front door. Love it. Nice. Love it. The um nice.
0: as well, the only other thing I caught this week as well was Our uh, name is losing me. Doctor Strange Two. Hmm? Oh, Scott the, Derrickson has uh, stepped down from Scott again being the director. Really? Creative differences.
1: Well, wasn't the, it? Didn't somebody else leave one of the project as well?
0: Ah, uh, Ant Man. What back? Back?
1: No, no. Ages no there, ago there was, or recently? There was something else recently where they bailed on it?
0: Well, it's funny because I watched a video online of the analysis of the the initial uh, announcement of Doctor Strange to Electric Boogaloo. Uh you know, um, <laughs> I totally watched that. Multitude of Madness. Yeah, and you see. Uh, they're like, "What's Kevin Feige's tell?" And you see him, and he announces uh, when Scott Derrickson says the word horror, you see him step back, like Kevin Feige step back.
1: Actually, and takes he a
0: he takes a physical step back to like distance himself from it, and he like tugs his ear, and you see him kind of wince. And then there's someone supercut all the announcements when they mention the word horror, and he does this same thing with his ear, he like tugs at his ear, and then he tries to like divert the conversation back to, "Look, it's going to have scary elements to it." But it's still going to be PG thirteen, you know, kid friendly family
1: movie. But every Obviously. single horror movie that comes out now is PG thirteen. Right. Like all of the Conjuring films. I think the only one, the only one that's not been PG thirteen was Sinister. All of the Insidious films. Everything also done by from, him. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't understand why it's. And and the thing is too is that when Marvel step away from doing just straight superhero yeah. stuff. Captain America: Winter Soldier is a fucking brilliant spy film. Um, even though people don't like Thor: The Dark World, it's a good fantasy film. It's like a good Conan film. Um, and Guardians of the Galaxy, great good science space fiction, size, yes, great I mean. comedy. And it's not my cup of tea. I don't like Ragnarok. Well, we've said it a hundred times. But Ragnarok worked for your average Joe as a comedy as well. So when Marvel step away from doing I'm putting on spandex and I'm going to go and fight the bad guys, when they do that, they actually can do great things. So I don't know why they'd step away. The only thing they haven't really done is horror. And if you're going to do horror, you do it with Doctor Strange. I'm not going to
0: lie. I was was my most excited movie I was waiting for and then WandaVision was number two uh, because I just like the characters, but I'm like... I was so keen for horror because I'm like, there's so many things they can do in this. They can go balls to the wall, like terrifying, sinister level, like some s- insane horror, and they can get away with it by just saying he locks them in another realm. Yeah, uh, throws away the key, and it's all it, it's we're safe again. It's what about all Morbius? good, and and it ties so well in with the. It's not marble, it's, we don't have it's the the time stone, so now these <clears> things are yeah coming out of the woodwork, and he has to find another way to, to hold
1: deal it with it. Back. Yeah, to hold
0: it back, whatever, and there'll be some new artifact or whatever he can use. But I'm like, they can go so hard with it. Yeah. And then obviously by the end of the movie something will be resolved. Whatever. I I still hold that there'll be some sort of breach. I reckon the I, I genuinely think the end of um Fox's New Mutants will be like an end credit scene or something happens, something a breach happens, something like that, whatever. I'm so keen um, for that movie. So. And I reckon Multitude of Madness, it'll be here, them pulling the Fox characters through.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. It, it, or, like, or like the, something
0: opens and you've got yeah. horror characters coming through and, and because that's meant to be a on. horror yeah and he's like well good with the bad we'll take you or they come across as maybe thinking they're the villains they're not they're actually the heroes
1: so that's, another villain that's pretty cool that'd be a good idea you had it here first but, and the thing is the thing is too <laughs> is that if you go, you go back and look well, at the awesome stuff that, that Steve Ditko and Stan Lee were doing in the late 60s early 70s and yet, and yet Lee's dialogue wasn't great um because it was of its time. But if you go back and look at that stuff, Strange just fucking fought monsters. You know, Dormammu, when... um, I can't think of the name of the character, but when one of the characters got the Wand of Watoom, he actually turned into this gigantic, green, horrible version of himself. Um, All of the other dimensions had these weird, like, one-eyed beasts that just shot lasers out of their heads and stuff like that. Well, it's all... Yeah, it,
0: it's a completely Doctor Strange level. Is, is,
1: a, is an anti-horror character. Like, his point is to hold back the horror so that mankind can exist.
0: He's like the border security. He's border security. <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh, yeah.
1: Where's, your,
0: where's your passport? You yeah. can come in, yeah.
1: You signed that you had no food... In your bag? How much duck you bringing in? <laughs> He's got the coronavirus. Let's just keep him I got out. The, I got the pure blonde virus. <laughs> opens his bag and there's yeah. a flopping two headed fish yeah. in there. You can't take this in. That's the live, man. You can't bring that You'll in. You eat it or now, soybean. or I actually saw a woman do that way. I worked at Sydney Airport many years ago, and a woman had honey. You're not allowed to bring honey in from overseas. Mm. She had a liter of honey that she'd brought from from somewhere overseas. Oh, you'd feel so sick. And they said no, to her, "You've got a choice: you can eat it before you go through customs, or we have to throw it." She away. necked it, didn't she? She drank three quarters of it before she just went. She'd be sick and be so it, over. it was manuka honey, though. That's some she, fucking high class. She shit. She was drinking it like she had the. She opened the jar and was just drinking it. It's, it's
0: funny that you say that as well. Thinking like it's like when they say, "Oh, sorry, your bag can't fit on the thing," so you're like, "Okay," so you take all your coats out and just put them on. and Go. It's the same weight, mm-hmm. but you're okay we doing it that way the honey is like it's just going inside of you that's all it's, yeah. doing. it's like it's
2: like someone said to me shane you can't have all this beer on this flight <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> what are you the pilot it's me. like uh, i am the pilot uh you're gonna have yeah. to take your seat
0: sir. So, no i'm the yeah. pilot
2: <laughs> so me and you talked about this yesterday when i was at the mecca mm-hmm. uh picard yeah uh, yeah what do you reckon because you are the the resident star trek i'm the i'm the rookie star trek so, fan. so
1: I, I i love classic trek As a ten-year-old, whenever I went from room to room in my house, I yelled the word "energize" before I went to the other room. Uh, I love Star Trek. I can
0: only do one prefix, like Star Wars, Wars Wars or Trek. It became one thing. Is uh, (laughs) I've
2: started watching SNG from the start. Yeah, so like I'm a big fan because I just want to watch fucking Will Whedon. And like, so I'm a big fan of SNG. I appreciate more Star Trek
1: though. Next gen is super clever science fiction. Um, Deep Space Nine is Game of Thrones in space. It's an interesting political drama. But it's not too deep because it's still Star Trek. Um, Voyager is dull as dog shit until Seven of Nine turns up in season three, and then it kicks off something amazing. Enterprise, I've barely made it through two episodes. A lot of people say Enterprise. Shit. A lot of people say Enterprise is is the ugly duckling. Um, VR. Discovery is fucking amazing, though it doesn't fit. Like because it's supposed to take place before the very first series, like it looks more high tech and all the rest, and and that's that's a trapping of modern TV compared to it. But you sort of sit there and you watch it and you are like, how do they have this technology when they don't have it in ten years' time? Like that, that's it's hard to. That reminds me of um the spaceship with
0: all the tech blew up and yeah that, now we don't that have that it.
2: That reminds me of Batman Arkham Origins when it's supposed to be set before Arkham Asylum but he has all this technology that you don't have yeah, during the, the first two. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I thought it was a great first episode. Fucking clever. Um, it was very on the nose where it wants to be, I think, as well. Because I don't know the whole thing, what happened after the Federation and all that stuff. But I know it's happened 24, 25 years after the uh, Federation sort of split up. Um, but I enjoyed the opening scene with Data. That made me feel yep. good. The twist at the end of it. The fucking twist. The twist at the wow. end of it. Obviously, uh, Josh, you're not going to watch it, are you?
1: Uh, well, actually, Josh, you might like it because I don't know if you realise this, but the professor from the Dystrom Institute, is that the name Yeah, Dystrom, yeah. Is the drummer from Sex bomb
0: Ah! <gasps> oh, it
2: is, and she's also an American Horror Story Yeah, um, cult. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the name of the actress, yeah. but but
0: she's she plays You picked my interest. So so she's Picard, Funny how you can do that as well. Picard your interest.
1: So so what is it? Um oh nice. Um what's it been 10 years since Scott Pilgrim was made? Oh yeah, fucking yeah, 10 15 years. Yeah. So she would have been 22 or something then. So she's in her 30s now and so she's she's sort of settled in. She doesn't have that pseudo punk look that she had in that. She's like Alison Pill. Alison Pill, thank you. Yeah. And she's um she looks the part and she's amazing in it. She's um <clears throat> we just um of course we've grabbed our phones by looking I, I, at what IMDb. she looks like now. IMDb. Um show me a photo. Yeah. That's words. Hold on. I don't want to look at words. Yeah, she's cute as a bug. But
2: the whole thing so obviously the spoiler wall guys, if you don't wanna hear about it, switch off.
0: I'm turning off my mic now.
1: Spoilers spoilers now. Data's daughter yeah. is the Daja or whatever her name is. Yeah. I, I think that it's such a great idea I'm, I'm I'm sure that I remember in next generation that data always talks about if he could be human that he would have, have a daughter. he would have children yeah, and um to make it because he does comment on having twins, and like he he's part of the human experience on on the enterprise was to have a cat, like he wanted to name spot of course because he'd name it a dog's name um but the um I, I think it's clever that and, and um Brent Spine is only in this one episode, so yeah
2: oh he doesn't show up he again. he doesn't show up again oh, yeah. so,
1: so we're introduced to data we're introduced to how data has affected um Picard. Um, the political thing of it, the exposition's really clever. That one of the cool things about this thing is that they have to talk about why Picard isn't with Starfleet anymore. Yes. And they do it via a TV interview. Inter- yeah, he gets interviewed. Which is so clever because um, we, we, as the viewer, are being introduced into Picard's world now via him being a famous ex-admiral ex-ad- of, Star- of Starfleet. He's
2: called the Great Man.
1: I believe that's what he's referred to yeah. as, like with all the Starfleet and industry. And it's, it's just really clever the way that they've expositions you know how a lot of time the expositions like they can give um, you exposition but you're like it'll interested. be somebody walks in the room and it'll be like Hey, Jean Luc, you're doing this thing. Remember when you did that twenty years ago? When this happened and that happened and that happened. Let's hope that doesn't happen again. They don't do it like that. It's not ham-fisted like you'd find in like the team or some shit like that. It's actually (laughs) really cleverly executed and it's as smooth as silk. He is nimble for a fucking 80 year old. He is nimble for an 80 year old. An 80 year old -old just so much better now that he's out of that wheelchair. Yeah.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah. I've just seen a lot of hate online about like the whole like Star Trek. Stuff behind it, you know, the really diehard fans are like, you know, it's just weak writing, blah blah blah. I'm like, this. every
1: time new Star Trek comes out, the people who are supposedly fans of Star Trek hate on it. Um, from what I understand, is that the way that you're a fan of something these days is you just hate the shit out of it. So, like, the our, more hate, the more the stronger hate, it gets. The, the, the more you love it. So so essentially from now on we just we're changing the name of the podcast to We Hate Comics and Comic Movies and we're just going to talk shit about it. So, hey, grows strong. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Fear leads to hate. Yeah. It's been up for 2 weeks It's already like it's got a 9.0 on IMDb. Yeah. So <laughs> it's clever and Whatever. and it's it's beautifully shot and the casual use of technology in it is beautiful. So Picard has a winery. Chateau Picard. Chateau Picard. And when you first see the winery it just looks like a French winery now until you realise that the thing that's watering and collecting the grapes is actually like a gigantic robot that's hovering above it. So that there's clever subtleties of that, like, winemaking is something that hasn't changed for hundreds of years. Why would it change in hundreds of years? And he has help. Or just innovated it. And, and, yeah.
2: and he has help around the house, and they're all Romulans Which is as well. Which is so cool. Like, yeah. it's clever. And then it turns out that the people trying to kill the girl yeah. are Romulans. Romulans. Ha, 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 ha. And then when she's like, "Oh, she got killed," I'm like, "Oh, that's fucking just left it nowhere." Oh, wait, she's a twin, yeah, and, so there's and, another one around. And can I just say that that girl's pretty hot too? Yeah, well, she was named after a plant or something like that. They, is she? Yeah, yeah she it was she like planted something, all right.
1: <laughs> 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 Ivy or? What? She planted the seed of love in my heart.
2: But I didn't understand where they were going <laughs> in the last couple of seconds, and it ended with that big square.
1: Thing. Oh, so you didn't see? So you didn't get what that was? Mm. Is that some for some reason the Dyke Institute is? Um, working on a Borg ship. Oh, Jesus! So, so that's a Borg ship that they have that's had the sh- the ass blown out of the side of it, and there's humans working on a Borg ship. And I think that they were actually in Romulan vessels too. The Borg collective. Um, All right. So that that was a Borg ship that they're working on, which is why in the trailer we saw Seven of Nine turn up. So I imagine that Seven of Nine is going to be like you are messing with shit that you don't want to fuck with. Did you watch Discovery? Yeah, love it, love it. I th- I think it's it's anti-Trek. Yeah, everything so, that Star Trek wants to do, it's it's the opposite yeah. of that, and it's I think sometimes you know how like people criticize The Last Jedi because it's the it does it does everything that people don't expect from Star Wars. Discovery does the same thing. It does everything that you don't expect from Star Trek. It's not about the ship; it's about a person. So it's not like the setting for all of Star Trek. The setting has been the character, and it's the people that move in and out of the ship. This goes from one ship to another and follows one character. So it's well, I heard, um,
2: they, heard they changed the Klingons mm. the way they look that was one thing I really enjoyed about Star Trek was how the Klingons, like, they looked, like, with the really big foreheads yes. and all that stuff. I heard they made them so, like, I don't know, the ancient Egyptian culture, something like that? Yeah, I mean,
1: the, they do explain why, kind of, as well, is that there's, like, people who, like, they can genetically modify themselves to to not look as alien. <sighs> and, that, and that kind of explains why the Klingons that you see in the original Trek look like humans with goatees. There's no real thing on there that the, they actually have devalued the Klingonness about them, so they're not, like, true Klingon. Yeah. There's, there's a whole race thing in there, like, about half casts and stuff like that. It's actually really – it's clever, and it's an interesting yeah. commentary on where we are as as people. Get Amazon, Josh, and watch it. Um, no. Go to YouTube. First episode is free on YouTube oh. at the moment. It'll probably only be up for a week or two, but Amazon have done it deliberately to introduce people. I think they're trying to get more people to go Prime. I The only reason I have Amazon Prime is for the free shipping. Yeah, same. And um, it was only the other day I said to my wife, oh, I'd really like to watch Picard. And she's like, well, you got fucking Amazon Prime. It's like, oh, yeah. So I hooked it up. We got, a new, t- got a new TV. do And Chicago um, yeah. PD. That's why I got it for Chicago, Chicago PD. PD.
2: So <laughs> good. I'm, I'm all about cops who play by their own rules. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, this guy just does it.
1: <laughs> Actually, well, well, I have to say that I was pretty stoked to see... Um, uh, Jack Ryan was on there as well because I like um, uh, uh, John Crinkle. John Kruszynski. John Crinkle chips or whatever Jim. his name is. Yeah. Jim Halpert. Jim Halpert. Yeah. Jim. Tuna. Jim. They call him Tuna. Tuna. Um, yeah, so we might just take a quick break and um, we'll come back and have a little bit of a uh, look at the cool stuff that we've bought.
0: Woo-hoo.
1: So we're back after a quick little break. Uh, basically, it was just Shane getting more beer and then hassling. Uh, hassling Josh for a few minutes Kirby has dirty feet and Kirby has dirty dude, feet dude
2: that's packed cinema we're not going to be able to get in there
1: <laughs> Is that the there's f- one person <laughs> so we're, we're, we're actually having a look at um, there's one person <laughs> we're, we're, we're um, looking yeah, at we now, book
0: right next to them <laughs> we, we, just um, to piss them off
1: the, uh, nec- the next episode we're actually going to do a little bit of a wait do we tell episode? them yeah we'll tell them now okay. that was my seat um, um, well, while, while you guys have the fucking cinema booking open, I might as well tell them why you guys are fucking around with your phones. I
0: think you guys are forgetting they the listeners can't see us.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to explain what we're doing as a show when you're fucking around with your phone. So it's I like can multitask. Anyway, posted. our next episode is going to be tickets. we're going to we're going to talk about Birds of Prey, and so Josh is just um seeing what sort of tickets we can get to Birds of Prey <laughs> for it's next pretty, week. Pretty, yeah. So so show us that we we found a cinema that only one person has got a. Seat booked, so we're going to sit right next to that fucker. No, on yeah. both sides, on not just one. No, yeah. L, L. no, no,
0: one in front, one on the right, Book one the in front. the entire row. <laughs>
2: we'll as a, f- as a t- family, days. we're going to go see Birds of Prey next Thursday.
1: Nerds family, in our nerds shirts. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Are we, are we seeing it Thursday night? Thursday night, looks like. Cool, okay. So... What we're going to do is we're going to have a look at some of the cool stuff that we've picked up in the last week or so. Shane, what have you done? You went to Kino, so I hope you spent some money at that fucking place.
2: Spent a couple of books.
1: Couple of books? Yeah. What'd you get?
2: What I didn't realise at Kino is they have like a full like, not just a comic book graphic novel section, but they got like literature about stuff
0: to do with nerd <laughs> <laughs> the, Hold on. The bookshop. You went to a lit-
1: bookshop. That has literature about stuff. To do with
0: nerd stuff. They also... <laughs> You ventured outside the kids section. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
2: I went with a couple of mates from work. One of them was a huge board game slash, like.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's the dude. Yep.
1: Yeah. He <laughs>
2: yeah. said something one yeah. time.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's the one that said Thor 3 was the best movie ever. Ah, uh, yes. Will.
1: Oh, is that. Yeah. Yeah. He's my English nerd no, no, counterpart. The, the thing is, is that I don't have a problem with people that think that Thor 3 is the best Marvel film. I just don't trust them. I don't trust him. I don't at all. like because he's English, and I think that they have bad taste. That's all. <laughs> oh, it's all. He's it's a okay. huge board game fan, as you are as well. Okay, so I, I, I like him for that, and he's the. And if he ever says the word Ragnarok to me, yeah. I'll slap him across <laughs> the face like that meme, the Batman slapping Robin. And he's, he's
2: <laughs> and and he's also my dungeon master for Dungeons and Dragons. So shout out to Will. Yeah,
1: he says Dungeons and Dragons, but we know it's a sex thing. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a dungeon master. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. So the first thing I got was this uh, book by a guy named Dan Gerino. Giro- it's called Comic Denderino. Shop. It's called, com- it's, it's called Comic Shop. So a guy, actually, um, big huge fan of the of the culture, um, since he was about five years, six years old, he decided he basically wants to go out and find out why comic book shops have lasted throughout this whole time, and like what they mean to people. So he went out and interviewed about 100 people, um, a lot of stores, a lot of just collectors, a lot of like blah, blah, blah. And he has just, um, he, it's very poetically written. He, you can tell how much of a fan he is of the genre. And he starts basically with his hometown comic book store, and then he just makes his way around America. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's, um, I've only, I'm only about two chapters through, but um, my ultimate dream Is to open a comic book store. Mm. Whether it happens in the future or not, Justin, I always picture you being part of me with this man. So if uh, this happens,
1: my 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 you know how everybody's got a lotto winning dream. We have quite close to us a cinema that's been that's been uh, what's it called Um, abandoned. Um, I would like to buy that cinema. I would like to reinstall the middle of it. Every Friday, Saturday, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, it would be some sort of classic horror or science (laughs) fiction film. And at the front of that. There would be no concession stand, like I'd sell beer and do food and whatever there, but where the concession stands would be, on the right-hand side of comic shop and the left-hand side of movie shop. That's the ultimate dream.
2: Okay. Well, uh, what the Southern Shire is missing, that's where we live in, in Sydney, is a comic book store. Like, yep. we only have one... The wh- closest one's Alawa.
1: Yeah. Which is just far a waffle... It's not a train... It's a train trip that doesn't stop it every every there every time. And it's just awkward enough to drive there. There's not great parking at yeah. that place.
2: So I've been to two comic book stores in Sydney. Um, technically three if you count Kino. Um, but it's King's Comics and it's on um on Comic Kingdom. Did you go to Comic? No, 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 the Kingdom? Other one? What's the Arcadia Unbound? Arcadia Unbound. That's the only ones I've been to. So I've been to America a couple of times and I've wanted to about nine or ten in the one <laughs> state. Yeah. So um it's definitely something we're missing. And this book is definitely like something that I want to read with like deep depthness because in deep the, depthness in the future. I want to open a oh. comic book store Yeah, cool. and it's going to be a really, really tough thing to do. But it's, that's my ultimate dream is to
1: open up a comic book store in my future. The, the interesting thing about comic book stores is that people talk about them like a, they're a dying breed. Comi- no, not comic, at books all. Have only, comic book stores have only been around for about 50 years. There was no comic book industry, comic book store industry before like 1975. I think Mile High Comics was probably the first I one. I think it
2: was 74, yeah, as yeah, they actually around.
1: talked about it in there. So
2: um, they actually said that a lot of people were like, oh, no, digital's going to take over. But apparently the last year they were down $2
1: million. Digital, digital. will never take over from comics. It's, people, It's too awkward. Everybody I know that reads comics digitally, what they do is that they read their comic digitally, and if they like the comic, they go and buy a copy of it because they want to collect it. Comics, it, it would be like collecting digital trading cards. Would people, you collect digital po- Pokemon cards?
0: I've tried it. I to be completely honest, I've I've bought the physical ones which comes with the randomized codes yep. that give you the same thing a randomized pack online and I don't have anything in my hands. Yep. There's yeah. I've got an account which I log into and so be it. That's it. There's no being able to look at them, there's no being able to collect them. In that regard, there's no me being able to physically go and... It's about the hunt. Trade, Yeah, there's there's something that's opening them or whatever. I feel like online as well, I'm getting gypped, like in terms of I can open a physical pack here and I have no idea what could be in it. Online, it's like they could just set a code going, give him one in every hundred packs. Yeah, shit, 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 until I pay premium or I buy an upgraded pass or some shit and then it gives me good stuff temporarily. At least there's not a way you can kind of there's not too many ways you can rig that system yep. in
1: real life, so it's just like we we are, we are creatures who have senses, and you you think of the times where you go into a you go into a bookshop and you take that deep breath and you smell all of the new books when you buy a new toy and you open it and that smell of vinyl or the smell of plastic that comes it? out of and it and they ask you to leave because you're yeah. sniffing the yeah. products and you're like, oh yeah. man, it's like in the corner. Oh, I people are keen are like that with me all of the time because I'll I'll pick up something and it'll be. It'll be like a great big gigantic hardcover something, and I'll actually smell the spine of it because, like, there's that. It's like fuck
2: those guys, man! I'll be with you. On that hey, one.
1: if you, you pay for it,
0: you it. do whatever you want. Yeah, to. yeah. It, right? but, but
1: it's just that I, I collect records. The reason I collect records is is that that digital music's fine, but I want to read the liner notes. I want to look at a photo of the band. I want to have the lyric sheet. I want all of that shit. Um, I don't want to just be able to go to Alexa or whoever and say do this for me.
2: I think it is, is there are well, there are points and times where you can do that, where yeah. it's like going to be the convenience. But these people pour their heart and soul into open up a store. Like in maybe in Australia, not that many, but a Gary from Arcadia and Down is one of those people, and yeah. that's why I like supporting him. But. Yeah. You know, in America, like these guys have spent their time, their money, years and decades of their life opening up a store so people can enjoy their stuff. I want to give my business and my like time to them because they want to talk to you about that stuff. Like I like to go, I'd make a whole day about me going into the city to King's Comics. Like I like to know I'm gonna go have lunch there, I'm gonna go be with my friends, I'm gonna go like this, I need that
1: because they're gonna
2: want to spend that time to talk to me about it.
1: Like, but and it's an experience too. It's like it's like when you go into a video game store as opposed to Myers. If you go into a video game store to buy um, the latest Doom game...
0: The vibe is there. The vibe is there. You go up to the person and
1: at the counter the person at the counter goes, have you played this yet? What's it's a- fucking awesome. And then you talk about games. When you think about
2: minutes. it, that's how we met, me and you. Because yeah, yeah. and, and i worked with Josh, obviously, at that same store. So ah, like you were trapped with me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Suckers. I still think that was one of the best times of my life working with you, bro. Hopefully it will happen again. You, you know how fun that was? Can we get some tissues? So fun. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah th- That's how we met Yeah You were wearing a fucking Pop culture shirt And I was like Holy shit That's a great shirt uh, It was The Nakatomi
1: my- building No it was um, It was Frankenhooker <gasps> The one a date shirt Yeah And then no, But then the next
2: one I saw you in I was like This guy's legit it Was the Nakatomi building That's right Fucking shirt from yeah. Die Hard And I was like Oh god
0: and then Kevin. at that point, I was too nervous to talk to people. And Shane was just like, Hey, how you going? And I was like, Oh my God, he's talking to randoms. He doesn't even, he doesn't know those. I was told, I was told, Shane's Stranger like the, Danger.
1: Shane's like the frantic Muppet, yeah. and you're just like the hand that hasn't got a puppet on it yet in the background going.
2: I used to like walk customers out of the store because I had a Batman show. Like, where'd you get your shirt? Where'd you
0: get your shirt? <laughs> Shane's just following customers out to the store, be like, Man, we got told to stay inside the store.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. going to lunch, man. I'm going with this guy. He's cutting people's shirts off their back. Nice. It's like that's, a jigsaw. Cool, that's a cool book. I like that sort of stuff. Again, being a record collector, I've actually got a, a book very similar to this. It's all about the record shops that survived there being no vinyl records in the 90s and how they dealt with, how they dealt with um, not having new product and only being able to sell second-hand product and then now the increase as vinyl comes back again.
2: Yeah, I, I just read it. So it was 1968 was the first... <clears throat> Proper comic book store, okay. and they had like action comics one, two, three, four, five for like $3. I was like, and action comics number one for $3. Are you kidding? I, I First see. appearance of Superman for $3 in
0: 1968?
1: No. I can remember like 77, 78, Mile High comics and Marvel comics would always have a double page spread in the middle. The, f- the middle two pages would never be like a big open page spread. It would be two pages of stuff that mile high comics has for sale. And it'd be like action comics, 300 action comics. Number one,
2: $300 going to Denver, Colorado in my future to go visit mile high comics. It was oh, goddamn, damn just to meet Chuck. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really good documentary. You need to watch Josh is about the history of like Comic-Con. And, um, the guy who owns mile high comics is there like selling his stuff. He's like saying how like hard it is to, what's it on? <clears throat> uh, so you can get DVD. Is that the, you, Morgan, you, you, the Morgan Spurlock? You have it, yeah, yeah, uh, you got it.
1: Comic-Con episode uh, a fans, nine. A fan's hope. the fan's hope, yeah. Man. I've got it, I've watched it. Oh, you got it, yeah. And like it
0: trails the like the adventures of like four like five, or five four, different yeah. people,
1: like two artists. And the guy who's an amazing artist and the guy who sucks. He sucks so bad. <laughs> the wannabe nerd. Oh, oh, like, his, his passion, though, was amazing.
2: Yeah, I know, but like, at the same time, like, you're not good, dude. You're not good. But that other guy who does those like, big splash pages are like
1: the Hulk. The ex-army guy. Fuck. Yeah.
0: I haven't so, watched it in years. I watched it back when yeah. it was a
1: Miranda.
2: But. Yeah, but when the guy had like... The, yeah, that's when I got it. But when the guy has a Red Raven number one that's worth half a million dollars yeah. and he just thinks that someone's just going to be like, oh, I want that Red Raven. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, 10% off for cash. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: fuck. Well, it's the same. You, you say that the whole point behind this book is uh, you said that there's a, a dying breed comic book shops are dying off sort of thing. And it's like, it's not that, but it's like all of a sudden the expos and the supernovas and the smashes and comic-con are getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year.
2: But it's all about, the, um, it's all about the entertainment side of it. it it's know. branching off it's, and it's,
0: they're it's, obviously, it's, it's not films, just about comics anymore. Yeah. It's about movies and it's about music and
1: games and all these things that they're putting it's, together. Uh, everybody should just call them nerd cons. Mm. Because, like, they are made for... You go to Smash and you see people dressed up as Spider-Man. I think you told me that last year. And wow, really? You, and then you go to... Yeah. There, there was apparently... Apparently cosplayers do this thing where they'll have meet and greets. And apparently there was, like, 50 Spider-Men out wow. on a field outside of Smash. Yeah. <laughs> Just, it was great. Like, I was like, hey, Spider-Verse. <laughs> it's like, you're at the wrong yeah. convention,
2: dude! Yeah, but what's good, though, is that, like, you know, I I respect all the people who go to Supernova because everyone has their own little thing they're into, but... People a lot of people stay away from the comic book side. I'm just like, good, I get more room to like
0: rummage through. Yeah. Well, it's when I saw you at the last one as well. We ran into each other and that's when you'd got your Batman comics as well. I went through the yeah, the Kings area where they've got the glass cabinets with all the, the graded the CGC stuff yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm like, no one's coming here to spend hundreds, thousands of dollars. Like one of my friends was mind blown that there was like a few flash comics and other stuff. So it's just like these are thousands of dollars. Just like well, if you go to the King I thought I, she's like I, I was going to spend like 2-300 dollar sort of thing and I thought that was like you can a lot still get today. a decent CGC comic for
2: that price. But yeah. if you go to the one that had just all CGC books there, you can you can get a good CGC like comic book at that price but you know King's Comics are going to have to up their price because they're renting out that space yeah. to be in to be there so it's a whole I'm looking forward road. to us go- I'm definitely looking forward to us going there because I just want to see fucking Justin's walking around there for like the first time ever It's going to be
1: two kids dr- pulling
0: on each other's arms yeah. <laughs> going, over here no, over dad here. let's go this way
2: <laughs> yeah but it's going to be yeah. interesting you guys, all the bags?
1: you guys have to save your pocket money because I'm not spending any money on you when we get there that's uh, fair. No, yeah. that's fair. you <laughs> didn't say that I'm, I'm probably going to spend about a G. I'm not lying. Okay, I'm not going to spend that much. No, well, I usually I'm, buy art. But. I have like a, a, a separate account that I'm putting nerd money in at the moment. And it's like what I don't spend at the conventions. So I'll go to PAX this year.
2: No, okay. we, need to, we need to go to Canberra as well.
1: Yeah, they got, got that. Canberra. Nah,
0: sorry. Canberra's not a thing. Canberra's dead. You know doing it? Canberra died. Canberra died? Canberra died. No one cares. <laughs> We're <Yeah>. going then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Josh, what do you got? You stay here.
0: Uh, I've got um, some things. Uh, there's a movie called Black Widow coming out soon. Have you heard of it?
1: It's got that um, Scarlet woman in it. Scarlet.
0: Yeah, Scarlet Spider. O'Janson. Um, yeah, it's got that girl in it. I
1: like her. Um, She's pretty.
0: It's funny. Out of a 2019 uh, movie listings, 50% of the movies in she did, she died in. Oh, really? Yeah, fun fact.
1: Yeah. Wow. So what she did one down or two movies? <laughs> no, she
0: she did like four. F- <laughs> uh, she did five movies.
1: She uh, five, if five or six. Just just a, a couple of good Scarlet Johansson movies. Eight-legged freaks. Uh, she fucking hilarious Home right. Home she's Home only Lane about school. 13 or Home Alone 3 she Home Alone she's yeah. not she in she's the sister oh wow. is yeah she? she's the sister she must have been young <gasps> she was very young like 13 oh, um, Ghost World another <gasps> uh, with comic Thora Birch with Thora Birch yep. and Steve Buscemi um, <laughs> and I don't care what anybody says The Fucking Island oh, it's the yep. best remake of THX 1138 Nat, Nat
2: really likes that movie and I tried to watch it and it's was like eh. but, but she's in she, Don John with Joseph
0: Gordon
1: Don Juan,
2: Don John, so he she's played a, yeah
0: I know I know that you was a you're really talking about two different movies now and you're both getting confused. Okay, I'm not, I am. He thinks you're talking about his movie. You think you're talking about his movie. You're talking about John Don John. You're talking about. I've the never art. heard of Don.
2: John. That's why I said Don John. I know.
0: Okay. <laughs> he talk, he think anyway. Hilarious.
1: I don't know what's going on. Good talk, Josh. <laughs> 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 uh, in my uh, in Joseph, their, on, in load their, load their skin or in her skin or something like that is another one where she's an alien. Who has stolen the skin of a human? I feel human. like if we don't say right, Ryan
2: Davies is going to fucking be like, you knobs.
1: What was that? <laughs> Ryan Davies would be like, you
2: guys got with it what? wrong. In her skin or in their skin. Or oh, whatever it is. I don't, yeah. know, I, I
1: don't know what it's called. I don't well, there's it. one
0: with Anton- Anton- yeah. Antonio Banderas. I think it's, that's in her skin. In her, uh, this is
1: one where she's an alien and she's. Um, she steals a young woman's skin yeah. and experiences humanity from the point of this, but she's nude in it at some point. That's all I'm gonna say. Is she though? And and the, apparently I feel like she has a new nudity clause somewhere. The the, the rumour has it is that with the island is that she was so impressed. And this is this is rumor. I, I read this, I can't remember so where I read it So it's Black Widow
2: and Black Mask. What? Because Ewan McGregor's in it. McGregor. Oh, yeah. McGregor.
1: Hey. Um so in the island, she liked the script for the island so much that she offered to do nudity in the island. And Michael Bay turned it down because he wanted he wanted it to be a lesser rating and and her getting her Johansson's out. No,
0: I want people to get excited about my explosions.
1: Yeah, explosions are yeah, and, and which is a shame because um, She's Roger Corman. Though. Roger Corman said that the best special effect in the world is breasts, and they're free. And have you seen ba- B- have you seen vampires? Okay, <laughs> <You> <laughs> have. <You> have. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what have you got there, Josh?
0: Here's the nice little uh, look I've never read anything by Black Widow or any yeah, anything involving Black Widow before isolated. Mm-hmm. Um I went into a little comic shop. They had a little um one of her stuff. I guess uh no, uh, Miranda. Oh um, nice. yeah, I oh, went like into Q D B in the book. QDB, QDB. Yeah, they had yeah. a bunch of clearance stuff, uh, all these comics that they were just trying to clear. Picked up a few and I was like, Oh, Black Widow, it's coming out soon, I'll check it out and it's very much as what I would expect it. It's it's uh first page. You won't know about my past. You won't know about my future. You know, unless I sort of tell you, sort of thing. Um, it's Jane Bond. Yeah, But and it's but and it's exactly that. It is her trying to clean the red from a ledger and going, and she's basically taking on hit jobs to fund. So, did you say what jobs? <laughs> hit jobs. Oh,
1: hit jobs. Right. Just, okay, just, what do you think of that? Ah, yes,
0: taking on heaps of those, white, only two at a time.
1: White Widow. Yeah, um, she's taking on she's taking on uh, jobs
0: to fund uh, donations and stuff that she wants to repay for or problems and stuff like that. But she doesn't want to get rich off it. She just wants to make the money that she needs to repay.
1: Oh, okay. I, I've got the individual issues of this. This is an amazing comic. Yeah, I'm
0: only the two ch- two chapters in because I think it's five part.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and it's very much just set up. Spectacular comic. What she's doing so yeah. far. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can go kind of to see where she's going with this. And she's got like an accountant who's like, hey, you could be uh, charging a lot more for your services. And she's like, no, nah, I'm good. She's got such I an amazing wanna...
1: history in, in um, Marvel comics as well. She starts off as an Iron Man villain. Yep. Becomes an Avenger. She spends three or four years being Daredevil's girlfriend to the point that she was so popular that that comic changed its name to Daredevil and Black Widow. Um, and then from... Daredevil went to the champions, so she got her. They they basically based a mini Avengers around her, and that 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 the champions had um it was uh, Iceman, Angel, Ghost Rider, her Hercules, and Hercules in it. Yeah. A fucking amazing. And he went for like twenty two or twenty three issues. John Byrne I think actually got maybe not his start, but did some early work in that, and then sort of went back to the Avengers and has sort of chopped and changed. But I really like where they are with her now. That the new series web of Black Widow. Is really good too, and it's spy stuff. It's like a James Bond comic. Yeah, really good stuff.
0: So yeah, giving that a little go, uh, and obviously, no, no surprise that they're pumping these out. Obviously, yeah. right before a movie comes out. There's a lot of Harley Quinn stuff, obviously hitting shelves now yeah. at the moment as well. Uh, there's also
1: a Huntress and a Black Canary. Yeah, book set. I
0: I saw top. that, and I was so close to picking it up, and I was like, I just need to know a little bit more about them. So. Is there more than one Black Widow?
1: Yes. Character? There's, a, there's a blonde Black Widow and a redhead Black Widow. Okay. Natasha's a redhead, and there's a blonde one as well. Yeah, she'll there's get replaced
0: a, at the end of this movie. Yeah, because
1: yeah. I, I think that could be something refreshing to bring to. She, she's a, a bad guy, as well. She's she's um a, not mm, not a bad guy. She has different motivations. But they she all, doesn't care about the red in her ledger. Yeah. Let's put it that way.
2: They all came out of the same sort of like
1: institution. It's yeah, like they they all like learned ballet together. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We learned ballet together. Yeah. yeah. Ballet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is, that that, like, is that a good, code word?
1: That's such a, such a good comic. All I can think about is Red Sparrow. Just yeah. like Red, Red Sparrow is literally. A that's
0: her origin story.
1: Yeah, more or less. Yeah. And, and I, I think one of the problems that they have with a Black Widow origin movie is that they can't do one because it's going to basically be everyone's going to go, it's going to be Red like, Sparrow. we've already seen this. Yeah, we know this story. Wasn't,
0: wasn't uh, Jennifer Lawrence in this movie? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. No. Um, the only other thing I had was I ordered it a year and a bit ago only just turned up. So um, it's a
1: sideshow or a hot toy? Yes. Because <laughs> like Funko, Funko Pops, you order it, and it's out a week later. It's, except, it's, it's already in your house. My, except my cereal.
0: Yeah. Mm. Fucking Australia Bandit. Yeah, they had coronavirus in it. Um, <laughs> Corona, yeah, no, I got a sideshows. Um, I got... This is for scale, uh, just how big the box is. We will so, throw So some Josh, photos Josh is
1: getting a photo of a, of a fairly large box that he's Fairly large receive. box. <coughs> uh, that cool. is a that is a and there's a cat g- on top of it. There's a
0: cat for scale. i made sure I got that photo. I was so, like so
1: Josh is now showing us his big box and his large pussy as well. Yep. <laughs> Both <laughs> together in the same photo. Yeah, exactly, which is weird. That's a first. Uh,
0: just just so you can get an idea for scale. She's just like, oh, hurry up and over He's her. just so. showing us photos
1: of his cat, basically. Basically, yeah. <laughs> She's very cute cat. Um, beautiful, beautiful box design. I will say. Oh, I know oh, what this geez. is. Yep. So okay, so, so Josh has been lucky enough Alice to get the... Uh, There's a Wonderland. series
0: by Scott Campbell. Jay Scott Campbell, yeah. Um, yeah, who does uh, a lot of the fractured fairy tales. Um, he's done... Started uh, The Little Mermaid. Started in Gen so
1: 13 was his yeah. first comic that he did.
0: Mm. Um, he's done crazy fractured fairy tales. I'm a huge fan of Alice in Wonderland. And then when, when this got announced, I remember being at um, a Comic Con or whatever, and they're going around, doing the YouTube channel sort of thing, being like, hey, we're going to go around to all the panels. And... Check out and as soon as I saw it, I was like, I need that. And I signed up that day being like, notify me when available sort of yeah. thing. The minute it hit, I was like, Yep. I didn't even look at the price. I was like, order now.
1: Okay. So refresh, refresh You, you refresh, said refresh. you did you said you didn't you didn't look at the price. How much was it? Four fifty.
0: Uh, Australian. Um, yeah, we'll we'll So, go so with we'll, go yeah, we'll go Australian. So say four fifty say 450.
1: Are you including shipping in that? No, I reckon there's about thirty on the shipping.
2: So I was gonna say five. Let's okay. say five altogether.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go it was eight hundred for the figure and eighty dollars for shipping. Fuck. I reckon you paid almost a grand for it.
0: I'm not buying fucking drugs. If I was, right. I expect those I...
1: fucking statues were almost a thousand dollars each. Oh,
0: well, you got ripped off then?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. It's Power Girl. Look at of those cities. It's are. Power
0: Girl. <laughs> Tickled business. Um, I paid. I paid because I did a like a, a bonus price as well. Uh, pop culture. I got it through no, pop culture. No. It's, right, a, okay. it's a sideshow, mm-hmm. but pop, pop culture do this really cool thing when they first announce it. You get like a. It's like a four p price or something like that. So okay. it's like if you pre order within the first month until they hit their allocation, uh, you save x amount. I saved a hundred dollars by pre ordering within this month, and I paid five forty nine.
1: Okay, go shine. I
0: was close. <coughs> have you got try. a picture of the actual? No, that, that's all. I have. No, of course I've. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. But yeah, no, the box is beautiful. On the bottom of the statue, it's got this beautiful base <laughs> with these little rubber, uh, silicon like things it can sit on, uh, so it doesn't. Damage any glass or anything. It's got a number uh, a number on there as well. So they only made uh, four thousand of these. Nine forty three. Nine forty three nice, is what nice. I've got.
1: I love it when you get under <coughs> that half point.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I've got a nice early one. Um, I only just realised it actually has the sideshow logo in, engraved into the, cool. the bottom of it as well. Um, but that's just the bottom. And I was because it, it comes oh. in comes in a few different pieces. It's got a Cheshire cat who is huge. Um, in this smoke enveloped area with huge teeth, um, Alice sitting on this giant mushroom. Oh, look! Uh, look at that God. bottom with that smoke pulling, pulling apart like the the mushroom. One in one hand for the the larger size, or one f- to get smaller, and kind of being like, uh, "What do I do?" Mm. Sort of thing. Uh very, very detailed. I'll, uh, I'll post a picture of this. Yeah, on please the, on post the a picture of
1: Instagram. I'll get you to get me, send me a copy of that. Uh, yeah, that's. In the glass, In the glass well. case, it, it, it made that it. Is sweet. What, what
0: I'm really liking, and you'll agree as well, I know you will 100%, is what I like that they're doing with a lot of these new statues is they're doing them with magnets. Yeah. Um. Love so magnets. I've got this, bu- this is a nice stone resin statue. It's it's fairly heavy. I actually kind of had to look at the glass going, is this going to be able to sit on here?
1: Is it, is it too heavy? That's why um, my quarter scales are all on wood because the, the glass cabinets don't like the weight of them.
0: I'm very tempted to move it out of it, but yeah, because that's what I've got at the moment. I've got a nice toothless in there. Is that um, the Sideshow
1: Toothless as well? Yeah, really, yeah. really That's really a nice. big, heavy figure too. It is as
0: well, yeah. Um, but with these new new statues in the major join points, so you've got the, the bottom being the Cheshire Cat. And the Mushroom is one piece. Alice herself is the second piece. Um, and it has like the, I guess the the groove or the peg to yep. go in, but in that peg, it's got the so magnets magnet. and it just clips in. And then I went, I wonder how easy it is to pull out. There's a little bit of resistance because these are strong magnets, but you can pull it without having yep. any fear of breaking anything. And her arms just clip on as well, left yep. and right. And so if you were to accidentally knock it, you haven't just snapped your thin arm or accessory or piece off. If anything, it's just going to fall off and go, cool, just pop it back on with yep. your magnet. And w- which is good, I think for a lot of those very thin uh, finer detail areas, weighty
1: stuff as well. Like uh, I've got a quarter scale Jean Grey from the X Men cartoon up here, and I'm constantly in fear of her hair. Like you don't think of that as, but that's a solid block of of resin. Is that side which, Yeah. That's being held on. Which is you can tell the difference. You can
2: tell the difference because, like, when you go those gallery figures in, they're nice for what you pay for them. But that you can just tell, yeah. like, the more detail. That's going I, into that. I, The
1: thing I like about sideshow ones, and you'll agree on that, and that one actually tells you does so this too, Josh, is that sideshow, the sideshow ones tell a story. They don't. They're not just a, a, a character standing there, like the Power Girl that I mentioned before. The, her base has where her feet have smashed into the ground, and then she's stood standing in action. So the ground's flared up, but her footprints are smashing it. Black Canary's is going shh, which is for her, which is for her character. Perfect because she is a screaming character. So there's there's real cleverness to the story yeah, that they it's tell. a little.
0: Story captured in a moment, yeah. sort of thing I've even got like very hard to see because the photo well, I wasn't taking a photo well, I can it. see is that high cut dress huh yeah <laughs> it is um there's two other figures down the bottom, but the same thing you said it's very wispy, kind of lots of different hair going different directions, and that is that comes with a huge caution thing on the box being like a lot of little parts yeah. can be broken very easily, be wary sort of thing this they've they've planned into that going what would be the best join points or where would be the bits people might knock and we'll yep. make those, those parts smart um, for exactly that. And there's a YouTube video when it's like, there's a big silver sticker when I got it being like, Hey, check out the YouTube video. Me going, fuck that. I can handle this. <laughs> so, so I just built the sticker off, stack it on the invoice and went, I can do this. There's only four parts. It's not that hard. Did it. No problems. But then looked at the video anyway. And it's basically like, Hey, we've made these parts here for if you knock here sort of thing, they just fall off, yeah. pop them back
1: on. And, that's how we planned the sort of thing. Smart, so. smart. Yeah, I, I've got to say that as far as... That's quarter scale? hmm Yeah, as far as quarter scale is concerned, Sideshow do it best. Um, I've got a couple of weather workshop ones here, the Ghost in the Shell ones, which I like because they're actually um, 3D scanned of the actual actors. So it's a 3D scan of Scarlett Johansson, a 3D scan of the stunt person who's in the robot body. Um, and then they sort of re they cast it they re they re-sculpt it and then they shrink it and they cast it and they re-sculpt it but the you see in, with my um my geisha one there's a stand that has, it's got two heads one's open and one closed and the stand for the spare head which is something that I've always hated about a lot of statue things you get extra parts you got nowhere to put them so you're obliged to keep this gigantic box for an extra pair of hands or whatever and um this one actually has a stand for the second head because the heads are so beautifully designed but there's no rod in it, and it's made out of resin. In Australia, we have hot summers, and that resin's melting. Melty. I got in contact with Weta, and I'm sorry, Weta, but this is, this is a complaint that I had against you, and this was your solution they said to me. Just blow dry it, mate, and strain it with your hands. It's like, actually, what? I spent 900 bucks on this statue, you fucking piece of shit. How about you send me another one? Weta, like, you fucked with the wrong news of Oz group. Yeah, and it was like, I won't buy another Weta statue again. I, I don't have any respect for wetter statues, and Not I will buy well. I will buy sideshow till the cows come home because I've, I've never been disappointed. And DC, <clears too. throat> the only I, I get occasionally disappointed with DC because they mispeg the legs. <sighs> Um, that yep seeing that did happen wait, wait, wait yeah. didn't that happen yeah, with you, the um... you, did you, were you guys hear yeah by, yeah. They,
0: didn't, they Shane didn't see it it was a black canary I, to, yeah, yeah. I, I witnessed the dislocation of yeah. the it was a black knee. canary yeah
1: and it was a black so I got a black canary statue the recent Joelle I think the only Jones reason one. it stayed
0: together was with the fishnets
1: yeah <laughs> and her legs only stayed on because of the fishnets yeah, um, um, yeah I, right. I haven't I haven't um, glued it or done anything to fix it yet. You, you guys saw
2: that, you guys saw that Joker sideshow I put in our group yeah. chat.
1: I'm getting that one, 100%. That's amazing. That's, that's amazing. beautiful. Huh? That's beautiful, Josh. That was a good buy. And it's always good when you when you're wait a year and a half for something and then you get it and it's like, worth the
0: wait. I, I got this, um I got the call for it New Year's Eve. Hell and and uh, Like, New Year's Eve. But when did you order it? Before that. Oh, uh, before that. But I got a call New Year's Eve off a random number and I saw 03 and I was like, that's Melbourne, like, who do who, I know in yeah, Melbourne? Yeah, who the hell's calling me? And I was ready to be like, yeah, who the fuck's this? And she's like, hi, it's such and such from um, pop culture. I was like, hello, you've yeah, got my attention. Uh, everything else can wait. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, I just want to let you know our things in. Um, you know, Basically, we'll send you an invoice. Whenever you want to pay for it, we'll strip it out next day for you. And I was like, oh, sick. She's like, you've got two weeks. <laughs> and, and as I was he's like, talking, um, yeah, he's on I'm, his I'm, other phone I'm,
1: going to the bank. <laughs> pulling it out, yeah,
0: transferring it sort of thing. And even though they'll close New Year's Day, they were... Boxing up, I could see on the thing, boxed up at this time on wow. New Year's Day, sent out on Tuesday, it turned up, like, the next day, um, and they take a lot of care in terms of putting these together and making sure they come in one piece, sort of thing. I didn't open it until today, so, who knows what could have happened to it in that meantime, basically, the cat's been sitting there going, open this big box, um, so I can sleep in it. And but, now the cat's
1: in that box. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I left and she was in it, so, um, uh, but that's the thing, when you get something you really want, you're like... I don't want to open it because then that that, that joy, I Schrodinger's is yeah. joy. Yeah, you don't there know how in
1: there, you yeah. don't know how happy you're going to be until you open it. But like, is the anticipation better than the actual joy? I think so. Sometimes, yeah. A
2: yeah. mate of mine used to work with at um at Roselands, shout to Bo. He got me onto like a lot of comic books that I never would have thought I would have got into, and he actually uprooted his life from Sydney to Melbourne to work at pop culture. Yeah, well, okay. Because when I went to Supernova this year, or last year, sorry, we're in 2020, um, I was looking at the pop culture booth and he just snuck up behind me and hugs me. I'm like, who the fuck's is this? And it was him. I'm like, oh my God. He goes, yeah, I work for pop culture now.
1: And he showed me his. <laughs> he snuck up behind you and hugged you. He showed Uncle me.
2: Uncle Stan, is that you? He showed me his desk at his work. Holy shit, it's just hot toys on fucking sideshow fucking things everywhere. And he goes, yeah, I just travel the country, like doing all these conventions and all that stuff. I'm just like.
0: Was <sighs> he working near the main area when you walked in? I was like just off to the right, yeah. like where the book area was? Like, like the there's whole, the, there's all the the pop figures and yeah, there's yeah, like you got books the pops the right behind
2: it. No, you got the pops and behind it. You yeah. got the actual figures and all that stuff. Yeah, he had like the think tattoos think and you all may that have stuff. helped me, oh, what a guy, champion. But like, would not uproot her life to move to Melbourne so I can pop culture it.
0: Hey man, relationships fifty fifty.
1: Yeah, she loves you. She'd do it for you.
0: She would do it, wouldn't she?
1: All right, okay. So we'll come around to me. I, I um, as you guys all know, I'm a I'm a massive lover of uh, Jack Kirby. The Guy who co-created the Marvel Universe with some other dude. Stan. Did he just create it? I Stan, don't, uh, let's, let's just say that he created the Marvel Universe, but but wasn't alive to star in all the movies like Stan was. Um, on honestly, I had a I had a kid come into work the other day, and um, we were talking about just comics and stuff. Wait, and a kid? A kid like oh maybe fourteen. He knew about comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but uh, well. He, he said that he knew about comics. Oh, shit. And, and, and okay, t- until he hit and me. you're with just like, oh, Christ, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. Until he Take hit a me seat. with. Um, the Stanley. When I said, who's your, who's your favourite character that Stanley created? And he goes, said Captain. Yeah. Captain America. And I swear to God, I almost lifted him up by his lapels and knocked his face right off. I him. told you about
2: the cruise, didn't I? When like, one of the questions was, who created Captain America? And everybody said Stanley, and I was the only one who
1: said Jack Kirby. Fuck. I him. hope you got it right. No, no, no. I meant. They, I they mean, told him they, he was they wrong. They didn't say. They didn't tell you you were wrong or anything, No, they? no, no, no. It was Jack Kirby. Good. No, because <laughs> I would have fucking sunk that shit. SOS. Crazy man. The ship's going down and yeah. Shane's on the top going, Kirby! fucking Jack
2: Kirby! No, but you know, even Nat knew because of you. Yeah. She goes, it's Jack Kirby. It's like, it's not fucking Stan
1: Lee. So, Jack did a hell of a lot of comics in in through the history of time. He's He's worked on, he created genres. He was the... First person to do romance comics, which is something that not many people know. Um, when he left Marvel in the early 70s and went to DC, he revitalised DC Comics with a whole pile of new ideas, like um, Jack Kirby's Fourth World. Some of it was rehashing some of his old stuff. So, like, in the 40s, he had the Newsboy Legion, which was a bunch of kids who were, like, knockabout kids who fought fascism in New York. And then he had, like, the the new kids whose name is escaping me right now who, who were, like, uh, the Newsboy gang who were... Um, like Jimmy Olsen's mates sort of thing, he tended to sort of take, he also revamped some of his old characters from the 40s and 50s, like um, the Sandman and stuff like that, and modernised them in those days, before they were remodernized by people like Neil Gaiman. Uh, DC, when they got Kirby, they wanted him to do everything that they could possibly do, and that he could possibly do, and Kirby had this. Ama- Kirby didn't need to do... Um, he'd, he'd been drawing his whole life, and so he didn't have to sit down like so many artists do and sort of draw what the panel's going to look like. The Mark Vanier no, it's uh, Marv Wolfman, I think it is, on one of the documentaries about Jack Kirby, says that um, he drew him a picture of the Hulk once, and he basically started at the fist in the top corner, put a foot in the bottom corner, and then dr- connected And then just joined? Just joined them. Like He didn't have to draw, like, oh, this is where the head's going to go and this is the torso. You didn't have to so work outwards. Yeah, he, he he could just start at the hand and then just work down and the, the proportions were always Jack Kirby proportions. Jack Kirby doesn't draw, like, realistic stuff. But um, it was dynamic and comics are supposed to be dynamic. A comic that's not dynamic is not a very good comic. Um, so DC asked him to basically throw shit against the wall and whatever stuck they'd publish. There was three comics... That the shit was thrown against the wall and they didn't stick but the comics were fully drawn fully written and they never made it out now thankfully the guys from I think Tomorrow's Publishing Tomorrow's Publishing they do the Jack Kirby Collector they also do a couple of other um, comic related they, they do like um, Write Stuff which is a how to write comics magazine they do a comic called Draw which is a drawing comics magazine they've even had um, I think DVDs about that as well um but they're pretty focused on Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby's the cornerstone of, of their product. And this, this book came out, hardcover one, called Dingbat Love. Now, Dingbat Love has three comics that um, Jack fully wrote and fully illustrated in the 70s, and DC went, No. The three, the three, so, so this is actually has issue one of those three comics,
0: all all separate stories, right? All separate.
1: So, so complete three completely different comics that have never been released anywhere else. This is the first time they've ever been collected together. So, the, the what sort of genres? Um, two romance, one action. So, the Dingbats of what is it? Dingbats of Danger Street. Dingbats of Danger Street is another one of those kids in trouble. You know, we're going to protect our neighborhood type of thing. Jack Kirby was brought up in the, I think the lower, excuse my memory, lower east side of um, New York, and so it was all about gangs, and you know there was all of the Italian kids and all the Irish kids, and they'd they'd fight each other and all the rest of it, and so kid gangs were very much the cornerstone of what Kirby liked to draw. Um, and there's also two romance comics in this. And now bearing in mind this was the early '70s, um, so there's <laughs> Jack, one thing about Jack Kirby is is that he was very focused on having strong female characters. Um, you want to talk about strong female characters, you, and I think you opened the page there, Josh. Big Barter from, um, from Mr. Miracle is quite possibly an even better character than Wonder Woman. Um, she's uh, an ass kicker. Like, bad guy gone to good guy, bad guy who worked for Dark Side who realised that what she was doing was wrong. And um, because she met a guy named Scott Free, who whose ideals she admired she ended up following him and becoming one of the good guys. Um, the other two comics in here, they've got stunning artwork in them. Uh, one of them is called Soul Love. So this is early 70s, so black exploitation films were huge. Characters like Black Panther and Luke Cage and, and all of that sort of stuff. The, the, after years of, um, of African-Americans not even being allowed to be in comics as main characters, um, he's written a whole comic... But being the forward thinker that he is, he's written a whole comic that's just about African-American romance. So he's written a, he's written a romance comic aimed at the female African-American comic market. How big that was at the time, I don't know. Um, but it was called Soul Love and, you know, like everything was soul food and soul kitchen and all the rest of it. So, so that was very much tapping into that, um, that experience, that, that, that African-American experience. And the other one, which um, – what, what's the name of the other one there, Josh? Um, true life divorce. Yeah, yeah. So the other comic is called.
0: <laughs> I'm having a. I'm having a. Little so d- Josh is
1: just flicking through the pages of the of the book. Um, the other one's called True Life Divorce, and it's basically uh, so many of the first romance comics that came out were like true life love and and true life husband and stuff like this. He decided to do the opposite of that and do one about. The dissolution of romance. Look
2: at that colour in that, um, and 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 it's, becau- and
1: it's one of those things that when you do these sorts of things, you actually, um, you remove the any stigma, any negative stigma from something, and so in doing a divorce comic, people get divorced, people fall out of love, it just happens, and so he had a comic that was about about people getting divorced and and what could actually happen. And I think the I think the story that's in there is actually um, a guy and his wife, she's a she's an executive and he's a professional and they hire a maid and the husband starts to fall for the maid. And so that's where the divorce comes from. So it's like a romance comic that, that sort of works weirdly backwards. Um, but the, um, it, it's very much of its time. Um, it's a kid
0: called banana
1: in it. Oh, he's always had crazy names for some of the kid <laughs> characters. I mean, let, let's face it. we We think of Bucky as being a regular name now, but Bucky's an odd name for a kid. Um, But this book, it's hardcover. Like I said, it's from Tomorrow's Press. I I have nothing but respect for, for the Tomorrow's Company because they do amazing stuff about comics. You want to read a really good, interesting thing about the history of Marvel Comics, get your hands on a... It's a softcover called Stuff Said. It's the secretary that worked for Stan Lee kept every single memo that went between him, Jack Kirby, and Steve Ditko. And it's the story of Marvel via the memos. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's insane you, you know what I mean like that that's amazing and would be an interesting read but what made her think at the time going yeah this will, this will be fun you she I mean? she, she
1: didn't she probably just Stan was probably one of those people that was just like I want you to keep every single thing filed away and at some point Marvel's closed down and Tomorrows have gone in there and gone what the fuck is all of this shit and they've put it in chronological order and gone oh my god this is the story of well, Marvel well then yeah it becomes
0: like yeah exactly it becomes a big thing like what do we have and it like we just happen to have
1: all this. You don't know what you're doing at the time. Yeah, like I'm, I'm sure that when when like David Anthony Kraft was, was doing Thanos stories back in the '70s, that he never thought that Thanos would be, or Jim Starlin when he created Thanos. Nobody thought that Thanos was going to be this big thing that he is now. Um, you know, like when, when Siegel and Shuster created Superman. Superman, they didn't know it was going to be the biggest thing in the world. When when um, Stan Lee famously said that he created Spider Man because he thought it would get him sacked. He never thought that kids would go for, ooh, yucky, uh, uh, an insect. It's not an insect, but an, an insect, a guy with insect superpowers. No kid's going to want that. Arachnid? because Yeah, Arachnids, yeah.
2: Didn't he do that more for Fantastic Four?
1: No, no. He, he Fantastic Four was, um uh, Goodman told him to create a superhero group. Oh, okay. But, but Spider-Man was the one that, he actually said to Joni, his wife, yeah. he said, I'm going to create this character because, um, but it will probably get me sacked. I think
2: she said it. She goes, if you're going to go out, go out with a fucking bang. Go out with a bang. Yeah. and
1: And so he went... Well, this, this, will, this will force me to become... The reason he used his name Stan Lee in the comics was because he wanted to use Stanley Lieber, his real name, for the great American novelist when he became a, a novelist. But it never happened because he became a, one of the biggest name in comics. Um, I see that there was a Welcome Back Cotter comic. That there was, was a Welcome Back Cotter comic. Yeah, fucked. There's a DC published a Jerry Lewis comic. There was a Bob Hope comic. Dude, this has Jay- John Travolta in it. Mm-hmm. He plays Vinnie Barbarino. Vinny Barbarino. Yeah, yeah, it only went for like maybe 17 issues. Oh my God. Yeah. That's decent. Yeah. And uh, you probably get them dirt cheap too because it's Welcome Back Cotter and nobody gives a fuck. I care those trading cards of Welcome Back Cotter, dude. <laughs> 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 and Jaws of Revenge. Nice. Was, yeah, all that stuff. Oh, like, got, Michael
2: s- Caine was one of them. Michael Caine. <laughs>
1: oh, I've got some wax packs at home uh, somewhere here in the in the Fortress of Nerditude. Of, um, the packs with the gum in them? Yeah, still with the gum in them. You get little... Yeah, yeah, get some of that in you, and you. You feel it and it's like a little piece yeah. of wood. <laughs> Take
0: like you used to chew.
1: So yeah, if you like Jack Kirby or if you like the history of comics, this is amazing. The The art in it is uneven because they found coloured pages. They found half inked pages. They found the, the pages that they've collected are sort of from various sources. So the um, the mixture of quality is really interesting, but it's fascinating. It's a fascinating look at where the history of comics is. Um, Shane, I see that you've got another comic there for us to have a look at.
2: Do I have another comic here? Of course I do. Josh, hold that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> hold nice. my comic. Yes. Nice, nice. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was going to make a dick joke then. You said hold my comic. So, so
2: it. having a <laughs> <laughs> having a big look through Kino, um, went, I went straight to my go-to, my Batman. The kids section. Yeah, the kids section. Um, if anyone heard my top five uh was it TV kids? TV, TV TV, yeah. TV shows. T- what your top top, top five kids? Yeah,
1: top top, top five kids. Cosby, Very <laughs> cool. <Coleman. laughs> what you talking about?
2: <laughs> um, my number two was TMNT, Teenage Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, a few
1: turtle power. Yeah,
2: about a year ago, I bought the beautiful Batman teams up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, it was written by James Tinion and Ryan Ferreira, and it was a great. Just a great... I thought it was a one-shot from IDW and DC where basically Shred Up finds a portal to Gotham City and Batman has to team up with the Turtles to take him out. Stando
1: as you would think. Gotham needs to clean up its portals. Fucking because that's hell. how Judge Dredd got there. It's how Predator, Predator? got there. It's how yeah. Alien got there. Shit happens in, in Gotham. <laughs>
2: but the best part of that was like the fact that Damien was hanging out. Like Everybody had their own little person they were hanging out with. You know, like um, Batman was hanging out with Leonardo. Um, Barbara Gorman was hanging out with Donatello. Damien was hanging out with Michelangelo. Everybody had... Al- no, sorry. Alfred was hanging out with Michelangelo. And um, I think it was April... O'Neill was hanging out with.
1: These collectibles are doing action figures of these, aren't they? Yeah. G-packs.
2: Yeah. Cool. Hook me up. Yeah, I'll we'll take some of yeah. um, So, obviously, the Batman was based upon um, the rebirth sort of Batman. As you can see, um Yep. Yeah. His Looks bat. like a
0: great cover too. Yeah. He, he
1: was indicating the yellow um, outline around the bat on his so chest, rather than the, the spotlight. But as the outline.
2: soon as I saw that, the second one had come out, I grabbed it instantly. It was the last one on the shelf as well, so I was pretty happy with it. So I was written and drawn by the same people, James Tenyon and Freddie Williams, who did the last ones. I uh, haven't read it yet, but I know that in this one, um, Donatello creates a portal, unfortunately, that leads to Gotham City. Once again, portal. Um, and Why does he look so sad? He looks like Thumb Guy. Remember yeah. Thumb Guy? Yeah, Oh, that, oh he that's does what too. Saying. Yeah, he looks like Thumb Guy. So apparently, Bane, when Donatello comes through to Gotham, Bane jumps through to New York City. <laughs> yeah. So there is a. So apparently, he's gonna um, put his toxin, the the venom out in New York City. I haven't read it, but I know that Ray Shuggles is in it. I know that obviously Bane's in it, Casey Jones is in it, Damien's in it. So the artwork is absolutely gorgeous in it. So
1: I was going to find time to sit down and read it. I imagine that Damien and Raph would be pretty good together. I think
2: that was, yeah, because they're two little hotheads. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting what happens, but I know that the artwork is a bit better than the first one. But It's the same team though? Yeah. So it, is it just it, an improvement exactly, in Exactly. It just looks like a bit more sharper art to me. It,
1: it might be that DC said you did a good job, fellas. You can take as long as you like to do a second one.
2: It has taken a bit to get that second one out, but I know that... And we, I love seeing Bane in any comic.
1: We had a movie... Bebo and um, on the Steady DC too. animated...
2: Oh, it was bit, ooh, nice. Yeah, it came out a few months ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but seeing. one of the best parts was yeah. like when they were sharing a piece with Batman, which I know is probably going to be obvious when you know that they're going to team up, but it's just nice to see Batman have that lighter side on him.
1: I actually really like sometimes like the when they lend other characters to Batman because I think that it can really show one of the things about Batman is is that it's ridiculous. Bat- Batman as a, as a superhero is actually quite a ridiculous concept, um, uh, and one of the ones that I've always loved was there was a Judge Dread, <laughs> Judge Dread, Judge Fear, Batman, and Scarecrow.
2: Oh, Judge Dredd coming through um, from
1: fucking Mega City to Gotham City. Yeah. I'm like, come on! And um, the the best thing about that was the Scarecrow. Not sorry, Judge Death, who's the anti-Judge Dredd. Well, in Judge Dredd, Dredd and Kongs. Batman was a thing as well. Yeah, and um, when when the Scarecrow uses his evil his his um beard toxin yeah. on Judge Death, the next three and it was drawn by Simon Bisley as well. So it's like frenetic, crazy, over the top art. The next two pages are of um. Judge Death's illusions of what scares him the most and it's children and bunnies and Easter eggs and it, the whole. it's like three pages of Simon Bisley drawing pink stuff and it's hilarious. And it's like in all of the but the darkness of Judge Dredd and Batman for there to suddenly be like three or four pages it's just pink and green and red. It's like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? It's Pick so The comic
0: can go, like if you picked it up, to go like skim through it and imagine if that was like the first page you opened to, you'd like, so, what the, the hell? Yeah.
2: So, it looks like that Bane has injected B Bone Rocksteady with Venom. Mm. That's what it looks like in what I'm looking at here. So, that's pretty
0: fucking entertaining.
2: Oh, Nightwing's and in it. Barbara Bones in it. All right. Cool. I'll fuck with it. <laughs> you bought it. It's beautiful. Oh, little turtles with their toes. Oh, the Statue of Liberty is Bane. Oh,
1: God. Jeez, that's a bit rough. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's me. That's cool. Well, I will. So we've done yours, haven't we, Josh? Yeah, man. I'm going to hit up with one more, and I'll just be really quick. Um, there's a board game that I love called Talisman. Talisman was a Games Workshop board game that came out about 30 years ago. Um, it is basically you play a Dungeons and Dragons character. You have to find a talisman, work your way to the center of the board to fight a dragon. The people at Talisman are now doing different character versions of it, Fuck. and what we have here is. Batman the super villains edition of talisman now in this board game it comes with 10 Batman villains basically the game is exactly the same as talisman you've got to work your way to the center of the board but you've got to find a key the key lets you into the security office so you can let every single villain in Arkham Asylum out that's the point of the game so it's a Batman game where you play the bad guys instead of the good guys um It's one of those things that you collect coins, you'll find money or you'll do things where you collect coins. You can meet corrupt guards and buy guns and stuff like that from corrupt guards. Um, And there's a randomly moving Batman that goes around the board and the ultimate fight is with a big super-powered... super And when I say super-powered, I mean fully gadgeted Batman. So with Talisman, the point of the game is you've got to gather as much equipment as you can so that by the time you get to the centre... You've got all of this stuff to fight against whatever the big bad is. In Talisman it's a dragon, here it's Be Batman. Batman. Yeah. In, okay. in here it's Batman. Um, beautifully made. The Like I said, tali- Talisman is a standardly a really good game. You can paint those figures? You can paint those figures <laughs> if you like. And if you've seen our Instagram feed, I'm fully into painting figures at the moment. I think there's 10 bad guys. on 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 12 bad guys that you can pick from. Um, you have like little stats cards that tell you what their special abilities are. So, you know, like the Joker might not be the best fighter, but he's good at evading. So if um if Batman goes to hit them, um he can move out of the way and not get injured. Um but yeah, beautiful game. Uh still from Games Workshop, I think. Yeah, still from Games Workshop. So they're the guys that do Warhammer and whatever. Talisman is a fun game. Um you can play it two to six players. Ideally, three or four is the best way to play it. Because six, and it's like a, an hour to two hours to play it. If you get to six players, you're playing that thing for four hours and you'll never finish it. Um, but yeah, Talisman has been a cornerstone of my game playing for years. Um, and uh, to get a Batman-themed one is pretty cool. I actually bought a couple of games last week that were themed. I bought this. There is a new Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game out.
0: Ooh. Yeah.
1: Um, and it's one of those things that you fight different things and every time you beat something, you get a counter on a different section. When you've got five counters, you can get your Megazord out, and that makes Rita grow her monster. Um, And the other one is a a Cthulhu-based miniatures game. But um, this is one of those games that if people who aren't prepared to sit down... This is the monopoly of fantasy games. You just have to sit down. I love Monopoly. You you sit down and you explain five rules to the people to play it. It's roll your dice and move your mice sort of thing. It's not like, oh, can I do this? Can I do that? It's like... The rules are very simple and it is fun. Talisman is so fucking fun. Games Workshop also have a Kingdom Hearts one at the moment. So you've got oh, like, cool. yeah, so there's a, what is it, a, a anime slash Disney one.
0: Yeah, basically all Disney we,
1: people. Which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we, we might even have a game of this at some point. I think it'll be a fun thing for, for us to play. I think that um, you guys would really get into it because it's a, a good simple game just to sit down and play. Yeah, um, sick. Okay, we might just take a quick break. We've sort of gone through all of our reviews and we'll um we'll come back and sign off Yeah. okay, so um <laughs> yeah. um so we've come to the end of the show i hope you hope you enjoyed our um our cool stuff that we've bought in the last week. Um, Our next episode is going to be, as we said before, we're going to go and see a little thing called Birds of Prey or the Fantabulous Emancipation of uh, Miss Harley Quinn.
0: Birds of yay. Birds of woo. I was going to say Harley Quinn. I'm not saying that whole thing every time.
1: I honestly wish that they just had called it Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. Harley Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey.
0: Harley Quinn
2: and her
1: dogs.
0: (laughs) Nope, Harley Quinn was fine.
1: Yep, Harley Quinn. Even Birds of
0: Prey, just by itself Birds of Prey.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised that they used the birds featuring of Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm surprised that they used the Birds of Prey name because that TV show was not good.
0: Or people was like. Was a to see this or movie? it a TV
1: show? like a YouTube? It was a TV show of Birds of Prey. It only went for one season, but it's got like I think Huntress just wears like a black skin tight outfit and a black overcoat. The jingling you can hear is my cat in the background. Isn't how that does right? that? How
0: does that fail though? Like, or well, sorry, no, the. It even was then, shit. Even okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> even then people will be like, Oh, I'm gonna go see Birds of Prey, and people are like, What the hell's that?
1: Yeah.
2: I haven't lifted it up as much as I did Suicide Squad because I've learned from then. <laughs> so I'm just keeping it sort of mid mid-level until we
1: actually see it. Well do you know what's interesting? I, I had when I heard that they were doing this, I was like flat. I was like, This is a mistake. And then I saw the trailer, and the trailer has got me going, I am all the way in here. Oh, I was you to going to
0: say I am Iron man.
1: I, I, I think it's <laughs> Black Mask is what's really doing it for me because Ewan McGregor. Yeah, I like Ewan McGregor. I don't know how good he does bad and I hope he doesn't do an American accent because Amer- have you seen Black Hawk Down? He's doing an American accent. Oh, I'm Obi-Wan no. Kenobi. His American accent is shitter than Doctor Stranger's. Do
2: you know who has the best American fucking accent? Americans. Tom Holland oh. and Christian Bale. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Tom Holland, when you consider that he's
1: all right then, governor, yeah. my name's Tom Holland. But, but
0: Christian Bale as well. Ooh. I'm just excited to Josh. You know, have watch a social outing I w- <laughs> and eat snacks. I, w-
2: I watched Far From Home.
0: Good on you. I still haven't. It's only a little bit late. It was really good. I haven't seen it. There you go. That's good. I like. It was
1: better than Endgame.
0: Uh, don't know about that. was way better than Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. social outings.
1: Woo. Anyway, woo. So, so yes. Yeah, so next episode before we before we trail off. The next episode, we are going to um, talk about what we thought of Birds of Prey after we've seen it. Um pretty excited for that. Josh, where can we find you on the gram? Sauce white boy. Sauce S- S- less. S- white boy. <laughs> Sauce white boy. You feck. <laughs> 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 so Josh is at Sauce less white boy. Shane, where can we find you? Uh Batfleck 44. Change it to, S- Batterson. Suit it to be
2: Batterson or Bat Sparkle 44. Batsparkle,
1: please. <laughs> sparkle Bats. Batsparkle rot- Sparkle
0: 44. <laughs> Edward Cullen forever. Are you changing
1: it to Bat Sparkle now? If it's easy to do, if it's easy to do, I'll do it. He's doing it right now. We're, we're gonna st- we're gonna stay on the air just to see if Shane can change his name to Bat Sparkle. Edit. It's funny actually. I was going through my board games um, username the last couple of days, mm. and I found downstairs that because my wife and my daughter were so into Twilight, I actually have downstairs the DVD edition of Twilight Trivial Pursuit.
0: Oh, get that out for a game later
1: on. It's it's ah, okay. So Shane is now at. BatSparkle44, <laughs> not BatFleck44. Um, so I Change
0: that back and I start tagging you and shit, I'll know.
1: Bat sparkle 44 bitch. Yeah, <laughs> BatSparkle44. Um, and I, of course, can be found at the Nerds of Oz, um, both on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, I will post some photos of some of the cool shit that we... Sorry, I've got burpy mouth from too much salami. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> because I've got too much to salami and it makes me burp. Um, but we will s- talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening. Um, please, if you're, wherever you're listening, give us five stars, give us a thumbs up, write a little review, talk about how much you love your nerds because your nerds love you. Is there any questions you want answered? Yeah, you want, you want, to, you want to ask us something? You do, want you to, want, do you want Do you want to know
0: why Marvel's better than DC? Ask us so We'll explain <laughs> Do you want to know Why I drink so much beer Around Josh Because <laughs> he's an alcoholic interesting, We will answer interesting, this those
1: two, The answer to those Two questions Is basically the same thing <laughs> go If ahead. you want to know I'm working on a board game In my spare time If you want to know What that's about Get in contact with us And ask us But yeah Please Reviews Talk us up Share a link With your friends um, Tell everybody How cool nerds are Go and buy One of our t-shirts Because we have those for sale um, somewhere. Somewhere. (coughs) But again, thank you so much for listening and we shall talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Peep.